Hello and welcome to this episode of Killing It. I'm Daniela. I'm Keith. And this is our podcast about MTV's The Challenge and adjacent shows. We have a kind of a different format this week because I really <laughs> fucked up. I, I seriously did not realize that I haven't watched the latest episode of The Challenge probably, until this morning. You probably heard us talking about it, so you basically felt like you maybe did, but realized you actually had no idea what happened. I know. I Also, <laughs> part of it is that like whoever's doing the social media for uh, MTV and uh-huh. The Challenge this, this season has been like really on top of it, and they've made... And it's not just like... Oh, it's Wednesday. We're going to like tweet about it. It's like happening all week and like really good like previews without yeah. giving spoilers. But basically, all of this stuff has been inundating my life that I just totally felt like I had watched it and I knew what had happened. Did you see the good, the great one where Ashley's eating like pasta on her bed? Of course, I saw that. That was, that's probably like my fave one so far. Yeah, it was really good. It they're was so, so cute. Yeah, so like props <laughs> to MTV Social because yeah. they're making me feel really integrated you with know, the whole thing. If it's an intern, you're doing a great job. You should get hired by MTV. And if you are hired by MTV, you are then, employed by them, like you probably. You Deserve a raise, a raise. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> or a bonus. Post this is bonus. great work. This is really good work. <laughs> but um, yeah, I like really messed up. I like, I honestly cannot believe that I haven't watched the episode. I don't know. I feel like, um, yeah. I mean, you do you know like what happened? No, I have no idea. Wow. So what we're gonna do is Keith is gonna tell me the story of okay. the latest episode. I'm gonna tell Daniela the story of what happened last week. So also, just so the listeners know. Today is Wednesday, so the new episode of The Challenge is actually happening tonight. Um, it's happening right now, actually, on the East Coast. On the East Coast. So we're, I can't, on, we're on the West we're Coast. We're on the West Coast. I can't even go on Twitter or Instagram for the next like few hours, because if I do, it's going to get spoiled, because I probably follow too many people involved in The Challenge anyway, which I should probably... Mm, I'm not going to stop. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I'm just, we're going to like, you know, recap last week's episode. You're probably going to listen to this tomorrow after this week's episode's on, but you know what? It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. You know, we live this like chill California lifestyle, so. <laughs> we have lives. We have things to do. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Um, but I'm going to tell Daniela's story in two parts. <gasps> I'm so excited. Um, and you'll, you know, it ends with a TBC. Of Ooh. course, naturally. Of course. Because this season has been to be continued probably half the time. And to be honest, again, with the TB, TBH, <laughs> TBH, I knew that it was going to be a TBC because <laughs> the challenge Twitter has been like, oh, coming back from the continuation or whatever. Like, yeah. they're just like, they've been very efficient. You know, if you if you don't watch that episode on Wednesday, you will, you will basically know what happened. But since yeah. you claim to not know, I'll tell you exactly what happened. I, I've, yeah, I'm really excited. We'll set the scene. Okay. We start in the club. Ah, der club. We're in. I love a club open. We're in the club. Um, some, you know, typical... Partner, partner, confrontations happening. Tony is complaining to Devin about his partner, Camilla. That's Cam- an unusual pairing. Right. Um, oh, yeah. I actually don't know why they were talking. Who knows? I mean, I'm sure they were just drinking together. They both definitely love to drink. But what do they have to talk about? Um, Camilla. Oh, okay. <laughs> A common interest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, well, yeah, Devin and Camilla have this thing, which isn't playing out that much beyond, like, when they hooked up that other episode but um anyway so they're talking about camilla like tony's saying some like you know he just like can't stand her hates her da 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 um camilla comes out of the um comes out of the club starts kind of doing a weird dance move also to be noted camilla's basically wearing a bra and black pants that's a good look for her um yeah she's very petite and very cute um and she's like come on and dance come on and dance and they're just talking and then tony's just like go away and she's like you guys suck you guys suck Goes back in the club. Um, we go back to the house. Vince, I don't know what Vince is talking about, but he does some wild move and he knocks Camilla over. Like, and she falls. <gasps> on accident, like, though. On accident. I don't think he meant to. I'm not sure if he was making fun of something involving Camilla or Camilla just was walking by while he was doing some weird thing and knocked her over. Vince also is wearing an American Horror Story Coven black hat. He's worn it in other episodes as well. But just of no. Don't know why he's wearing that hat. Yeah. What do you think of Vince in a hat? Uh, I don't think of Vince. Okay. 
moving on. Um, Camilla is really pissed off because everyone just keeps laughing. Like, no one sees she's okay. No one cares. Um, she says, you are all so mean. But this is post-club. This is post-club. Okay. Camilla's very drunk. Yes. Um, as are most of them, I'm sure. As are all of them. Um, Tony's in bed. Oh. Uh, but she's uh, she's pissed at the house. She said, everyone's such an asshole. Everyone's so mean. Clarification question. Is Tony in bed alone? Not sure. Um, <laughs> Fair. But... It's safe to say yes, because, um, so Camilla's mad. She starts kind of like blaming Bananas, telling Bananas that he's so mean, all this kind of stuff. And then he's like, what did I do? Just egged his cousin on to like, you know, just keep making fun of her for yelling and like, you know, laughing at her for falling or whatever. Um, Tony, uh, no, sorry. Bananas decides to wake up Tony to tell him to get his partner in line. Okay, so this is like... Presum- presuming that he did wake up Tony last episode. So I this might be the second time Bananas has woken up Tony in so order to like create clarification, some sort of altercation. Clarification, he didn't do that last episode. Okay. I had seen a preview for next week's where that happened. I see. So that's where I got confused last week. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> did not mean that, but what can you do? Like I said, the challenge Twitter. Thank you for owning up to your up. mistake. I'm, I made a mistake, okay? I'm not perfect. Not, none um, of us are. So Tony says, you, he wakes up, he goes to Tony's room, wakes him up. He says, you need to get that bitch in line. That's not cool. Not cool. Also, and the, and the after show, Bananas did apologize for calling her a bitch. But, you know, he always is saying bad things. Yeah. Um, anyway, so what happens is a really, really intense altercation, which you really should probably rewatch this episode because I want to get your take on what you, like, what you think about what happens. Basically, they just do their typical, like, yelling, screaming match. Tony kind of, like, corners her against a door and is yelling in her face. She's yelling back in his face. Um, Nicole's there. Like, all the guys are there. The guys kind of pull him back, and they separate. And um, Camilla gets in, like, a big yelling match with Nani and Nicole because they're like, what are you doing? This is so stupid. What are you doing? She's like, blah, 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 blah. Camilla's, like, Camilla's super, super drunk. Tony's, like, probably blacked out. A note in the after show, he says, I was blacked out. <laughs> Not an excuse, obviously, to like you but know, that's where you got berate your partner. But yeah. Um, but yeah, they were both like super wasted, got in this huge, huge fight. Um, Nicole, uh, Nani said that Nicole said that she was scared. Um, so that's what happened to Tony and Camilla. So they was there a physical component? Not that we see. Okay. Not sure if there was one. Not sure if there's footage of it. I don't think that there was, though. I don't, like, I think someone was saying, like, they don't think we saw. I think there's some, you know, community talk, (laughs) whatever that means, that there's something that MTV didn't want to show us or something. I don't really believe that because unless, like, he hit her and they didn't want to show it, but I doubt it. And I really, and he said he didn't. I don't think he did. But also, I mean, like, regardless of if he hit her her, or if there was some other sort of, like, physical Mm. thing, like... Intense yelling like that, like, that can be really scary. So I don't mean to discount that in any way. That's, like, that's real. I recognize that. So what happens is the next morning, um, we're still on part one of this story. Oh, my gosh. Um, The next morning, guess who comes to the house? Teach? TJ. Oh, no. He walks into the kitchen. Um, Nate is sitting at the table alone, drinking something from a sports bottle and eating ramen. He's like, hey, Teach, gives him a fist bump. Very sweet, childlike way. Uh, the only way Nate is to me. Sweet and childlike. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, and, yeah, TJ tells him, oh, can you get, like, round everyone up? I love how TJ, like, always, yeah. ra- like, asks somebody to round everybody up. Yeah. Like, he never actually, like, goes around the house. Right, he won't like, do everybody... it. He just goes straight to them. He has stuff yeah. to do. Um, so he goes to the main room. Um, sound bite of Ashley. TJ, you're here to drink with us? <laughs> And oh, he gosh. says, no, absolutely not. TJ's beyond. TJ doesn't drink. Yeah. He doesn't at all? No. Wow. Yeah, I heard that on the Brain Candy podcast. They did a call. I was actually, just like a week or so ago, they talked to him. That makes sense. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't drink. I don't know if he has never drank, but I know that he doesn't, at least now. I wonder if it has to do with his head injury a couple years it's ago. Possible. Yeah. He's also just an enlightened soul, so yeah. he really doesn't need to party. He like knows all the answers already. True. He's very happy. He's TJ. So if you follow him on Instagram, you know that TJ is living his fullest life. Yeah. yeah. He absolutely is. Um, so basically what happens is everyone's together. TJ says, I've warned you guys about, um, about your behavior in the house before. And last night was a disaster. 
and we don't condone this kind of behavior in the cast of the show. So Camilla and Tony are like disqualified and they leave <gasps> the competition. Wow. So this is the whole thing why people are like, gosh, it's like, like what did they do that was so bad? That's, which is why I want you to see it because I was talking to friend of the pod and guest jazz on like we were texting each other when this happened and I was like I don't know like I don't feel like it was crazy enough to get them kicked off but she was like I don't know like I feel like if I was there I would be scared because he cornered her they were there was like a glass that was broke like I don't know I feel like this also given that perhaps and this is my my presumption since I haven't watched this episode but any producer can probably sense the tension between the two of them. Mm. And that Camilla... It's, it's been escalating all season between exactly. them, too. And that It's Cam- not their first fight. Yeah. And that Camilla just went through a traumatic event, and that Tony is uh, unstable. A volatile person. Yeah. Like, it's probably also preventative in a way. Like I think that must be what it is. Yeah. And, like, they already had this thing that happened with Christina and Nate and, and Token Gate. Hashtag token gate. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes a lot of sense for them as kind of like an insurance thing. Mm-hmm. Not n- not just the insurance, like the money, but also just like so that production can go as smoothly as possible from yeah. this point on to just send them home because they are like seriously a ticking time bomb. Yeah, and also someone, I'm, I don't know who brought it up. Um, it probably was in like Vevmo forums or something. I don't have a source for this, sorry. Um, they said, oh, I guess, like, Tony did have a warning last season when he got in a fight with Shane. Oh. So he's been warned before about, you know, conduct in the house. Like, you can't, like, it doesn't matter if it's your brother or anyone, you can't, you can't get in fights. So I think Tony, maybe he has been, like, I think he's maybe one of the more risky cast members to have because they don't know if he's going to, especially if he's blacked out. Like, if he, I mean, if he hit Camille, that would have been, like, you know, a really big deal. Um, after this, like, the next day, like, MTV did a whole, like, they did a post about violence and how to cope with things like that. So, I don't know. I think they, they must have, it must have been really intense while it was happening. And I think a lot of the people in the cast seem to have agreed. I don't, like, I know, t- I'm, I'm pretty sure Tony didn't hit her, obviously. And I think they both, on the after show, kind of, they, they both said, like, you know, we're both to blame for this. We both, like, got too drunk. We both got in each other's faces too much. We couldn't handle ourselves. So it sucks because they made, like, a however much money. What's the prize? $350,000 mistake. I don't remember Something how much, like that. but it's a lot of money. Doesn't it's matter more than I make money. in a year. <laughs> Definitely me too. <laughs> um, so that's, that was, that's part one. So Tony and Camilla Oof. are out. That's really crazy. Yeah, and that really was kind of... I think it was like probably half of the episode. Yeah. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about them being gone? I mean, obviously, I think Tony's really handsome and Camilla's one of my faves, but, you know, Tony has two pregnant ladies he really needs to attend to in various states of their pregnancy slash post-birth. And Camilla, like, she probably should have gone home when her grandmother passed. Yeah, I think she ha- she was a, obviously an early emotional moment, and the after show. Not to keep going back to that, but there's there's a lot of like loose ends that are tied up in it, so it is That's pretty good. good to watch. Um, actually, it's weird because they went, one they brought two people who weren't even on the season. They brought CT and Madison. <gasps> Madison's Tony's baby mama well, so from she, the role of skeletons. It makes sense for her to come. Yeah, yeah. CT, I think they brought him because he's dealt with like rage issues in the past so he like they wanted to like get his like because he now is a reformed rageaholic yeah um Does he go which to i believe for that i don't know i mean yeah he has a beard and wears these oh, santa the, claus glasses is... looks like a dad oh i love um, ct it's great but yeah they kind of they discuss it and you know he says it's not like he's like i watch ct says he's watched himself in the same place and it's not worth it like, you know, I could have really hurt someone, probably referencing how he almost killed Adam from his season he, on the duel, too, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Madison, um, yeah, when he, like, Madison said that she's like, well, I would hope that you know you, you're going to have two children, like, that you wouldn't act like that. Like, he's like, she basically says, like, this is never going to go away, the way that you act. Like, you don't want them to be disappointed in you. Um, oh, Madison. Yeah, and even got more real, unrelated to their fight. They were talking about just, like, Tony and Madison's relationship, and she was basically, they asked her, like, 
um, I forgot what they asked her, but basically she was like, well, she's like, I don't know. Like, I just, I hope that you're having another, you're having another child with someone else in Louisiana. I hope that you're still able to give our daughter like the same amount of time that you're able to give like her too. Cause I don't want like, she basically like starts crying kind of. She's like, I don't want her to like not be fulfilled and like have a dad. It was like, it got very real. Oh, God and, bless Madison. Yeah, she's very real. Mother Gaia bless Madison. Everything yeah. bless Madison because she is such a pure soul who yeah. has been, I feel like she just has gotten the worst luck in life. She's been through a lot. Yeah. And she's also, you know, she's changed herself. I think she's going to be, she's like, she already is like a really good mom. So hopefully yeah. they can kind of, hopefully they're co-parenting. I think it is working out. I hopefully, hopefully it still does. Um, it's it's sad that she said that, but it is really true. I mean, he did like. Well, also, I did not realize Austin and um, wherever in Louisiana, Tony is. It's only eight hours away from each other. That's how far LA is from here, and we're in the same state. It's crazy. I just have no concept of distance in other states. <laughs> I I honestly have no concept of distance in Texas. Yeah. Because I'm sure then, if that's the case, Austin is closer to wherever Tony lives in Louisiana mm-hmm. than other parts of Texas are close to Texas. Yeah, that's really crazy. Yeah. Um, hopefully they can make it work. I'm rooting for them. I obviously love Tony. I'm rooting for them, not in sense of like a couple, but no, just I mean, in as Tony. parents. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. parents. I they I think they're a terrible couple. Yeah, because he's not like good. he's kind of a user, and she's you know, you know she ha- I think she has like attachment issues. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend I'm a psychiatrist or whatever. No, that's fair. I mean, like it's easy to be to be detached from the situation and to play armchair psychiatrist with yeah. all these people. It's so easy, <laughs> but at the same time, like yes, of course, there's a ton of stuff that we don't get because we don't know who these people. Yeah. We've never met them in real life. I do know Madison looked totally cute. She's she's uh, adorable. Also, to note, Camilla Camilla claims she is now retired from the challenge. Interesting. So this might have been the last we see of Camilla. We'll see. Well, I will make a prayer candle. She wrote a really long Instagram about it. You can go check her out. Her At Instagram. Camilla MTV. I'm sure that's what it is. I don't know. Tell us sure, about but... CT real quick. Um, yeah, you know, he just dropped his wisdom and his past experiences. He looked great. They asked him if he was going to do another challenge. He said, never say never. Fair. I totally can foresee and maybe in the next couple challenges will probably come back. Mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, he really likes doing them. I think he does too. I have no idea what he actually does for a profession to make money, but me either. I still can't figure it out. A lot of them you can figure it out. Him you cannot yeah. you literally cannot figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's a bartender. Um, All I know is he listens to a lot of music. He always posts like what he's listening to on his Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Famous for nothing. But if uh, oh gosh. Underscore famous for number nothing. <laughs> please, uh, please tweet at us at Killing It Pod if you have any hot CT tips. Yeah, if you have intel, we'd love to know. Yeah. Um, I'm you live in the Boston metro area <laughs> and see him around. Yeah. Um, I'm going to breeze through part two of the story because this, yeah. is the, this is the TBC part anyway. Okay. Um, so surprise, it's a late night challenge. Okay, so that's why I was confused because I was like, once again, going back to the the prolificness of the challenge Twitter, they're posting all these pictures of them at night. And I was like, why are they doing this? They're all in the jungle. And then yeah. I was like, oh, wait, they're like all doing something. It's I'll a challenge. So the, the cast goes to the jungle. And all night, there, there's, um, there's three boxes set up for each team. Um, there's a large box, medium box, and a small box throughout the night. They're, they're going to go from the big one to the small one. Okay. And that's, that's the challenge, so they say. Okay. Um, throughout the night, random weird things happen. Like there's a mariachi band. Some guy gets lit on fire. Um, an iguana is there, and they take pictures with an iguana. Like some guy falls off a ladder. Like all these weird things are happening. It sounds like a um, riot. It was really weird, and everyone's like not sure why this stuff's happening. Certain teams... The smarter ones, some may say. So Sarah Rice and Johnny Bananas. Sarah Rice, Johnny Bananas, <laughs> Wes and Nani. They they realize like there are numbers on the shirts, names on them. Like so, they're like you know maybe we oh, should be paying attention to that. So they do some some teams who are maybe not so smart. You can take a guess at who those are. Nate and Christina. Exactly who I was gonna say. <laughs> no, like literally while everything's happening, they're just like dancing around and like paying, playing patty cake. Everyone else is just kind of like standing and staring. Um, oh, talking, no. whispering to each other. Can I sidebar real quick? Sidebar. 
What challenge was it where they had to do, okay, never mind. I think it was Rivals 1, but mm. you can correct me, obviously. The challenge where it was the final and they had to recreate that tent scene. That was on Fresh. No, no, that, that was on Rivals. Yeah, because I remember Mandy and Jen, like, just could not they, do it. They like, seriously could and not. I don't even think they got their final money because they didn't complete they the challenge. They couldn't do the tent? Yeah. Wow. They just quit. So that's what this reminds me of. Also, Jen was sick. Um, anyway. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so that's what it was. I mean, but so is Tyler, and he won. So. Yeah. We'll move on. <laughs> um, yeah, wait, I'll... wait. For, for background intel, the final of Rivals 1, one of the stages was you had to, I think it was like at the bottom of the hill, mm-hmm. there was this like... It was like a tent setup. Yeah, it was a still life tent. It was a camp setup. Yeah. And you had to like hike to the top of the hill and recreate exactly the tent setup. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, it was arduous to go back and forth and you had to do it exactly yeah. Actually, maybe you only had one chance to view it. No, you could keep going down, but it was down. It was a really big hill. Yeah, it would so take you a really you long would, time. Yeah, you'd run up and down. Like Jen and Mandy ran up and down that hill like a bunch of times, uh, and then Jen quit. So that's the that's what I'm referencing. Yeah. Oh yeah, didn't they get food poisoning? Jen and Tyler. Jen and Tyler did. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways. Um, that was Rivals one. So that's what this reminds me. of. Yeah. No, it's it's kind of the same thing, but like you would unless you're like you know realizing you're on the challenge and like things don't just happen for no reason especially a guy running through (laughs) in the middle of the night doesn't hire a mariachi band for no no. reason yeah mariachi band's not just gonna play all night unless they have like maybe they thought it was like oh you gotta keep them awake i don't know um moving on this happened like they're up there all night um tj comes at 10.45, not even at dawn, like, literally, like, you know, mid-morning. Like, oh. So they're really, like, they're really there all They've night. Everyone's, there. like, so tired and so miserable. Like, they hate it. Um, and then TJ's like, okay, I hope you paid attention to me because then I have to do a puzzle. Put everything that happened in order and um, there are references to numbers and names and stuff and colors. So they have to do that. And they, they don't get, like, time to sleep or anything. They this have to do it, like, amazing. right now. So that's what's going to happen tonight. We got a TBC. Um, I'm sure probably Bananas and Sarah or Wes and um, Nani will win. Um, I don't know. Is Wes really good at... I guess he's good at memory stuff. I can't remember. Um, I know he's not really good at eating. No, he's not. He's a delicate flower. But, um, yeah, I don't really remember how he is at memory stuff. I know Nani's not that good. Yeah. I think that, like, Sarah's... Pro- out of everyone that's left over that like stands out for me Sarah uh that's about it yeah I think Sarah's I got this I guess Devin would bad. probably be good at yeah, memory maybe. stuff um Cheyenne so doesn't yeah. seem like an idiot um I wanna shout out Cheyenne and the Rue cause I got me and you um team princess hats oh my gosh you did <laughs> I did that's the best thing I've ever heard um, did you purchase pink. them or did you do I the I purchased them I'm oh, waiting oh that's so nice yeah it's because I care. So, oh, my gosh. All right. I have to bring you something next time. We'll, we'll figure out what it will be. Danielle actually brought me a tamale and a candy bar and some rosé. So and an Us Weekly with I'll, JoJo And an Us Weekly with JoJo from The Bachelorette <laughs> on the cover. Um, so, you know what? Your undying love is known. I have to be honest. I bought the Us Weekly hoping that there would be some BB stuff in it. But also the cashier was looking at me. So I didn't want to like look through to make sure yeah. there was Big Brother stuff in it. Because she was like literally like staring at me waiting for me to purchase the candy bars. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to look through this Us Weekly and then not buy it. Like I just have to buy it. I love Us Weekly. I know you do. So um, it's a win all around. Speaking of Devin Cheyenne, they're from Are You The One. Do you have st- Let's talk about Are You The One. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we haven't talked about Are You The One since the first episode when we talked to our youth correspondent, Emily. So Didi's going to, you know, yeah. get us up to date. So On the important things. We don't need to spend the whole things. time. No, no, no. We'll just, we'll just do We're some We're a challenge pod, but Are You The One is... You know, part of the family now. And at the end of this Are You the One segment, there will be a challenge question. So mm. uh, last time we left off, I think we were talking a lot about John and Julie and Emma. Uh, yeah. Emma, the beautiful beach babe, and then John, an absolutely insane bro. Mm. And Julia, someone that I said was a cold bitch. Uh, everything that's happened since then has confirmed my yeah. hypothesis. Hate her. Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely hate I her. really hate her. Julia 
and John are the ones who are from Louisiana. So John thinks that they're a perfect match solely based on this. They end up going into the truth booth and it turns out they're not a perfect match. And John, this whole episode, which is episode two, kind of freaking out about it and Julia on the side is like I don't really like him but he likes me a lot I don't know what she's to like, do she's like thank god we're not a match yeah and then she's like thank god we're not a match and John is like heartbroken he's like I'm not gonna play for love anymore it's like it's all bullshit like I thought that I was in love with this girl who you have literally known for like two days so like calm down but like he's, he's really so upset weird. he punches a wall which is never cool violence yeah. is also, never cool where did he get his that mark on his nose yeah, I was also, I was like worried, not worried, I, d- I was not worried at all, but I was wondering about that. Yeah. He has Listeners, like a bloody nose. if you know how, he bl- I was thinking maybe in that big plastic ball, like maybe he got like kneed by Julia in the That's nose. what I was thinking as well. And the other thing I was thinking is maybe it's a really bad sunburn. Oh God, it looked, looked kind of like scars, like scars. Um, like, scabs though yeah it did and also um, like I just don't know anything about really bad sunburns cause you and I both have melanin oh I get sunburned yeah but you're still like a little bit more olive complete Thank complexioned you. no I tan pretty easy I will admit you are are you part Sicilian I am Sicilian yeah not all the way you're right I am part whatever uh, I'm not trying you know, to Dean okay. Italian look it up um, so yeah, John and Julia, John freaks out when he finds out that they're not a match. Julia's like, thank God. But as travels into season three, John is still obsessed with Julia. Julia is still leading John on. And he, she finally says something to him and he, he is like trying to like move past it. Victoria has been the surprising voice of reason. Kim K look like Kim Victoria. Kim K look like Victoria. I am actually really starting to like her. Um, but she basically tells John, like, she does not care about you. You are somebody else's match. But the way that you are acting mm-hmm. makes it so that nobody's going to give you the time of day. She's like, what if you're my match? Yeah, which I understand. Do you think they could be a match? I don't fucking know who his match is because it's so hard I to get I feel bad know. for his match. It's just like, remember on season yeah. two, Leighton? I was like, ugh, I would not want to be his match. He's a psycho. Leighton sucks. And guess what? His match was Christina. And Taylor. Remember? I don't even remember who she is. Yeah, she was the one who never got picked. She always got picked last. Oh, Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. Mm. Um, the other Tyler actually follows us on Twitter. Oh, hi, Tyler. <laughs> we liked you. Swear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she seemed like she. Yeah. Let's sidebar to Tyler from season two. She seemed like she was really probably like a fun person, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like the house never gave her the time of day. Well, season two is very built around. Brianna, Curtis, Christina, everyone Christina felt like sleeping with on that season. Which was a lot of people. Which was a lot. Maybe didn't, she didn't, okay, maybe she didn't sleep with all of them, but she, maybe everyone who liked Christina was like kissing the whole time, like Brandon, Leighton, Nate, Nate everyone. <laughs> so I feel like a lot of people got overshadowed by her on that season. I mean, obviously that's editing too. Yeah, and Paris and Pratt left like in the second episode, so. Yeah. Um, they were, I don't know, people liked them. Anyways, another thing that happened was Asaf oh brings God. Francesca to the Boom Boom Room, and she, once again, this is like probably day. It's no, it's no later than day five, and he's like, <sighs> "Let's make, let's make love," and she's like, "I don't want to do that. Like I've known you for like a minute." And he gets like really upset and he's like, Americans, you just want to talk, talk, talk. Also, just so he prefaced it with like, "Let's cuddle in the Boom Boom Room." Mm-hmm. So she said, I thought you wanted to cuddle. Uh, yeah, he wanted to cuddle with his penis out. Francesca. I really like her. I, love I like her, her I love too. her beautiful long hair. I'm confused about who her match is because, you know, it's just hard to tell. You don't think it might be him? I think it might be him, but I actually think his match is Tori. They have very oh, similar personalities. Yeah, I don't really like her. Uh, Something about her face and the way she talks really bothers me. She, <laughs> That's the main thing about the face, actually. The way she talks or carries herself, something about it, like, I'm just like, ugh. You know what it is about her for me? Mm. And she does the same kind of thing that Simone does, is that I think she's got a camera personality. It's because yeah. she's trying to be famous. Yeah, she's one of the singers. Yeah. Or th- singer, rapper, slam poet, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to call it. Should I become a slam poet? <laughs> you know, you're already a slam poet in my heart. That is so nice. It's true. Uh, the other, one of the other storylines that's like an early storyline that's been continuing is Kaylin and Gio. So Kaylin is the part 
she's from California. She's part black of some sort. She's gorgeous. And she's from Compton, and I think she's got a lot of weight and issues around that. Mm -hmm. And they bonded over. And Gia's from, like, Bridgeport, Connecticut. He's very handsome and very built. But they bonded over this, like, shared, like, difficult childhood, adolescence, early adulthood. And and they're both Scorpios, let us not forget. But Kaylin basically was like to Gio, you remind me of myself before I dealt with all these issues that I had. Um, and they're cupcaking hardcore. They they're they're cuffing like no other. Not even cupcaking. They're like wedding caking. Exactly because like in the matchup ceremony, mm-hmm. Kaylin says like he's talking about this finger, and she like holds up her ring, her hand, yeah. and it's, That's it's pointing at her ring finger. It is literally insane. And everyone also thought it was insane. They're even just like, Ryan, what? even Ryan, who like we know that Ryan is a true proponent for true love. Like he loves love. Ryan true, loves love. He's a true proponent for the method of are you the one? Yeah, this testing. Yeah, we're not sure who do, who does this <laughs> testing. What it looks like, no idea. I want to know what the test is. I also want to know what the test is. Uh, I would love to take the test. Yeah. I would love for my partner to also take the test, and then I would love for us to have a one-on-one consult and with go Ryan Devlin. <laughs> what if you're no, no match? No, I don't need to go on the test um, I, Regardless, I would just want Ryan Devlin around. Hmm. You know I also hate the truth booth because... It's okay. Did the truth booth get cooler than it was last season? Oh, for it's so, sure. It's so beautiful. It's I was like, way more beautiful. I was like watching it with Joe, and I was like, wow, it would be really cool to get married in there. <laughs> 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 Just a sidebar. Those neon sign, neon I lights. Really, yeah, the, the truth. It's so beautiful. The truth booth is looking really beautiful lately. But go on, go uh, on. Yeah. I digress. So everyone, uh, well, we're talking about marriage, so it's still on topic. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, Kaylin and Gio are apparently talking about marriage. Everyone thinks they're fucking crazy because they are. Yeah, but they do really like each other. They have a great time. Don't they win? I think it was this week's episode. Yeah, so in They this, go on a date, right? In this week's episode, they go on the date. Um, the other people who get into the, into, on the date are two people I literally cannot remember who they are. And then Cameron and Camille, yeah, who got a Cameron? lot of FaceTime this episode. No, because. Michaela. Michaela. Yeah, Cameron sorry. and Michaela. Cameron and Michaela. Michaela is the one who has a fake butt, which is very apparent. It's so weird. Okay, I like, so we learned that she has a fake butt in one of the challenges. Yeah. And I was just like, no, it can't be that girl. Like, she just has this, like, sweet face. Yeah, but then every but time you butt. see her, like, if you see her, like, a profile shot of her butt, mm-hmm. it's fake. No, it's, no, yeah. It's definitely You can fake. tell. Yeah. She's very sweet, though, and cute. Yeah, she's very cute. The butt looks great. What she's do you think of um, Cameron? He is so handsome. Not to be confused with Cam. No, 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 not Cam. This is Cameron. Cameron. Cameron is, like, handsome in this, like, lanky white boy way. Um, they're cute together, and this episode focused a lot on them because they went into the truth booth. Turns out they're a match. Now we don't have to deal with them anymore, which is probably good for... Production because they're pretty boring. To I be can't honest. remember what girl said. We want Cameron out of the house because every girl has a crush on him, and men yeah. will help us focus more on who are, who's our actual match. I think it was Nicole who said that. Nicole, yeah. Yeah. Boring. I don't know who her match is either. Can't tell. Probably John. Oh God! Everyone's match is John. Do you think Camille and Asaf are a match? Like, no. what about that? What about that triangle between Camille, Asaf, and Tori? Also, Francesca, who is the, that one thing that. I was sad was Francesca was really, and she on Twitter talked about it too. She was really taking to heart this whole like, the way Asaf was like, you know, like hooking up with these two new girls now and how he kind of like brushed her off. And then on, on Twitter, Francesca was like, I hate watching this. And like, she even like would retweet, are you the one who was tweeting about their love triangle and just being like, ugh, stop. <laughs> so I think she had like really does have, did have feelings for Asaf which is kind of sad because he's kind of rubbing in her face and he has no idea because he's just a buffoon. Uh, Asaf Who is, I love. See, if, if episode three had a theme, it was uh, Asaf's buffoon yeah. Um Yes, he was being a buffoon. I read that in two ways. It's one, that Francesca honestly had feelings for him and mm-hmm. so it's hard for her to watch this. Or two, which could also be part of number one, it's not mutually exclusive, uh, they are actually a match, and so it's hard for her to watch this because she knows that they are supposed yeah. to be together. Yeah. Which would suck. Either way, sucks. It all sucks. Yeah. She seems sweet. She seems really sweet. Um, 
Um, but yeah, one of the other storylines is, uh, so John's like, I'm not playing for love anymore, partially because Steven, who has a lot of tattoos, oh, uh, decides to make a play for Julia. He's like really into her. Uh, he puts his penis inside a Pringles can and duct tapes other things like yeah, jelly bean bags. And they're stuff having like. a nothing but clothes or anything but clothes. It's ABC. Yeah. Went to a couple of those in college. I had never heard of that before. Really? I never went to one with you. Um, I, it must. <laughs> Was this a, another college you were visiting? <laughs> so, for for you listeners who don't know us personally, Keith and I have known each other since uh, October thirty first, two thousand eight, two thousand seven. Sorry, I just said 2008 automatically. It's, it's, but it's been wrong. a beautiful almost 10 years. Yeah, we're, we're year. moving up oh, on up. God. Uh, but that was Halloween of our freshman year of college, so now you all know how old we are. Um, so, yeah, there was really only like a month and a half that I could have gone to parties without you. I. It was in that month and a half you went to an ABC party. Yeah. I, I mean, work. I obviously work. I mean, it was though, it was that. it was fall quarter of your freshman year. Like that's yeah. the time to go. In my fall quarter, before I met you, I threw up on the floor of a frat and then walked home. Oh, which frat? Um, what was the one across from that Borders? I Theta's I. Theta's I. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Theta's I. Sorry, I did that. I think that it's not Theta's I anymore, oh. and it's also not Borders anymore. Oh so, yeah, I know. You know what? To change. Nothing matters anymore. We're twenty six. <laughs> in case you guys were wondering how old uh, we are. we're twenty six and a half. Oh. oh. Anyways, they had a like a ABC party, and Stephen put his penis inside a Pringles can, and he had like um, a tool belt made out of red cups that had snacks in them. So he was like walking around, essentially naked, being like, "Oh, you want a snack?" And he's like, "Yeah, you can save the Pringles for last," which is just disgusting. He's still like my um, my number one crush on the show. Mm, I don't think maybe I have a crush Asaph anymore. And him. I mean, like, they're definitely both buffoons. Devin is still my Are You the One crush. Oh, my Are You the One crush of all time is Anthony from, like, I think it was second season. Which one was he? Um, Anthony? He was the one who apparently had a huge penis. (gasps) Oh, Anthony! Ant. Ant. Ant? Is that what they call him? That's what Ellie called him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they were a match, right? Um, yeah. I hope he comes to a challenge because he's my fave. I hope so too, but I also, I also think he might have like a real job and a career. Um, yeah. He seems he like definitely he was... was like a, a well put together like frat guy who like w- went on to use his connections to get a great job. Yeah. Like I feel like he might be a banker. Wow. Well, that doesn't mean he can't do a challenge. No. Take some time off. Get some PTO. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Prosper. Puts a. I thought it was oh a balloon. My God, I forgot. I thought it was a balloon too. I was like, "Wow, how's he holding that balloon there?" Uh, turns out it was a glass like lampshade. Yeah. From like one of those like IKEA. I'm sure it's from like IKEA lamps. Yeah. And Asaf starts to play the drums on the penis lamp, <gasps> and that's how it broke. It broke. Oh my and God. Glass shatters everywhere, but thankfully did not. Shatter his giant thankfully, penis. And also, <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently he has a giant penis. But, like, thankfully, also, I do not know how none of that glass cut him. It was it was seriously like a lampshade. I know. A globular lampshade. Well, I'm glad. Wrapped around with his, pe- like, penis. I've said penis so many times on this pod. But with his penis One inside, it shattered and he didn't get cut. That's yeah. literally a miracle. Thank God. Yeah. Poor Prosper. I know. Like, I, I, my sad. heart started being faster just, like, with sympathy pain. I don't even yeah. have a penis. Gotta I was just like, that's eyebrows, insane. Right? He's got really good brows. Um, yeah, so that's about what happens. Yeah. Uh, they put Cameron and, and Michaela, as mentioned before, in the truth booth. They're perfect match of the year. And Victoria says something really nice. She's like, yeah, before I was, like, trying to be, like, two in the game, but now I know that if I open my heart, it can work. The only other real thing of note that happens is that um, John and Steven have an altercation at the truth booth. Oh, yeah. I think this is warming up to something that's probably going to happen. Yeah, and I thought Steven was a sweet boy. I think that he is going to be a little firecracker in the house. He's definitely, he seemed like happy-go-lucky, sweet, cool, funny guy. Definitely not like that anymore. No, he's an (laughs) instigator. Yeah. That guy. Can't trust him, but love him. Can't trust anybody. Um, how come him and Gio and, like, three other guys have the same haircut, though? Uh, because Alt is like, basic now. Yeah. 
Yeah. What else is there to say? I don't know. It's a uh, good season so far. Yeah, there's a. We don't have an episode for like two weeks, but there's oh, a yeah, very why? good. Because it's the Fourth of July, I guess. I don't really know. Uh, I just made that up. That makes sense, though. No yeah. one watches TV on the Fourth of July. No. I won't be. I also won't be. What are you doing? We'll figure it out later. Yeah. But um, the preview for the next episode uh, looks really intense. Yeah, uh, this Kayla and Gio. Like, Kaylin. Seems, Kaylin, sorry. And Gio seem to be falling apart. Yeah, everyone thought that they were the strongest couple. Oh, and that's like another thing. They were like, oh, we're not going to put them in the truth booth because we already know that they're a match. So, like, it will actually give us more information if we don't put them in the truth yeah. booth. They have four beams right now. Yeah. And one confirmed match. So they're thinking one of those beams definitely is Kaylin and um, Gio. And honestly, I think that it is. It probably is. Yeah. They seem like they, I don't know, they seem like they were a perfect match, but... I really can't tell who else it would be, though. Did you have any um, ideas? I honestly, I was talking with my sister about it. We have no idea. Yeah, I can't tell. Yeah. I can't tell who's... Uh, I get, what do you think about Sam and Alyssa? Uh, I find Alyssa really hard to read, partially because mm. she has no eyebrows. But, <laughs> yeah, I said it. You know what's interesting? She says that she... when Because apparently Sam, Sam is... Um, Someone who takes love and um, relations, as in, like, having sex with people really seriously, so he won't, like, do that. He didn't even kiss her until... Until the their, truth ceremony. The, the matchup ma- match ceremony. ceremony. Yeah. Um, and then Alyssa was like, yeah, like, I, I mean, I, I, I'm never like that. Like, I'll always, like, go into it, like, head first. I was like, wow, she... You know, everyone's full of surprises. Who would have thought? UFC... No, USC football player doesn't have sex. UCLA. No, USC. He wears UCLA shirts. Really? Yeah. Oh. I follow him on Instagram, so apparently I've been saying the wrong thing the whole time. Oh, no. Now I'm wondering. <laughs> I think it's USC. Okay. Well, we'll look it up. We'll look into it. We'll get back to you. Um, but yeah, I think they're probably a perfect match, but I can't tell. It's hard for me to tell. Yeah. Yeah. She seems hesitant. Yeah. That's actually been a... Th- I'll say this. Thus far, out of all the relationships that we have seen, uh, the women seem hesitant. Camille, or sorry, I keep on saying Camille, but it's Michaela. Mm-hmm. Michaela was very hesitant. Cameron was like very sure. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of been a theme. Like the guys are like, sure. Yeah. And the girls are hesitant. Obviously, with John and Julia, we know how that works out. Right. Uh, Asaf is sure that everyone's his match. He's willing to try it he all. He says there's enough love for everyone. That's true. Um, Anyways, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited. This is one of my favorite shows. It's a good on it's TV. a good season so far. Yeah, it is. I'm I'm very interested because I mean when we got the full season trailer, we know that Kaylin and Gio got into a pretty serious fight. Mm-hmm. So I am interested in knowing how yeah. that all plays out There's because all- <laughs> I think that they're still together in real life. Mm, I don't know anymore. <gasps> Did you read something? I think I saw some retweets on Twitter about it. Interesting. I don't don't think they're together right now. But I don't know. Maybe I read the wrong thing. I mean, I think it might have just happened like (laughs) six hours ago. I mean, you know, Twitter's like real time. You're right. Twitter is real time. That's the whole point of Twitter. That's the whole point. I haven't really looked at Are You the One Twitter today, so I'm a little bit behind. Um, I was working. Not that you weren't. Oh, I was. I was working too, but, you know. Yeah. (laughs) I always make time. Um, I had I like I like had lunch with somebody so I didn't have time to like scroll through as I usually yeah. do. I've read a lot of interesting things online today about the future of the real world, the challenge, are you the one that we won't talk about today, but um I'm very shocked. We won't talk about it today because it's time for 120 seconds of scream. <laughs> We're going to double it up. Yeah. <laughs> um right. I don't know like what like I'm I'm going to actually time it. Okay. So, Ready? let's just like okay. <laughs> Are you, right. you Yeah, no, I'll do it. I'm gonna let you take the lead on Let's this one. Go. Okay, so a lot of stuff has happened since mm-hmm. we talked to you guys last about Scream. Um We would talk only talk about the first episode. We right? only talked about the first episode. So Jake We're is back. definitely dead. Sad. Jake's dead. It's really sad. And it turns out that he was uh 
in a garage at one point and Audrey saw him in the garage and there was a note to hit to Audrey on Jake's dead body and she was videotaped taking the note off his dead body by we don't know who somebody who's torturing Audrey the unknown number this killer the 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 probable accomplice to Piper yes uh and who was the killer last season yes and then Jake's body unfurls from a banner during Uh-oh. some sort of like young Miss whatever competition. Miss, and what are, Miss Lakeview or Miss, something? Yeah, whatever the town they live in. Uh, and falls basically onto Brooke. She uh, has a Carrie moment. It's totally sad and crazy. It is very sad. I did appreciate the Carrie the Carrie-esque reference. reference. That's Scream, you know? Yeah. Scream is full of the references. Uh, one of the references that happened... This episode was literally a scene from one of the Scream movies where Emma is, like, throwing the chair at this, like, safety glass. Oh, which Scream was in that? I don't know. Max told me, so I just don't know. Yeah. It probably was in two. But basically, we're about to hit 120 seconds, but... uh, Who do you think the killer is? I thought it was Noah. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. Uh, because basically something happens at the end of this most recent episode where Noah seems to be shocked at the information that he's received. Uh, I definitely think the psych teacher has something to do with it. She's hell of shady. Yeah, for some reason she locks Emma in, in a room. Yeah, which like, is why no Emma had to why. break out with the chair. Yeah, also um, we've only sh- seen her in that classroom like one time. Yeah. Uh, the sheriff is shady. Sheriff's son, Stavo, not shady. I think he honestly Stop is just it. trying to be an artist. Because he keeps drawing everybody like covered in blood. I mean, he's a psycho. I don't think he's the killer. Yeah. He's a psycho, though. I'm like really... Do you want to go over on our Scream 120 We'll go seconds? a little bit over. Whatever. Uh, so Stavo, it's shown, has a Brandon James mask. But I honestly think it's for art purposes. I don't think he's the killer. That's I mean, too easy. Yeah. He's one of those, like, gore horror people, you know? Like, yeah. they just, like, love it. And it's like really weird. Like, you're a weird, psycho, but... and that's fucking weird, but I don't think he's yeah. actually doing the damage. I love horror movies, too, but I don't, like, he literally was drawing people in the library dead. Like, it's a weird thing to do. It's definitely weird, then, but if there... you're the killer, you're not doing that. And then there's a moment where Audrey holds up his, <laughs> his iPad or whatever, his it was tablet. really cheesy. And then she's like, she's like, look, he's drawing us dead. It's like when Gaston, like, holds up. Like, what does he hold up about Maurice? Oh, the mirror. He, like, holds up the mirror and he's like, look at this crazy old man. And we're talking about Beauty and the Beast right now because, like, I was texting Daniela while we were watching the episode and I was like, what is this from Beauty and the Beast when Gaston, like, um, what do you call it? He reveals. Exposes Maurice. Yeah, he exposes Maurice to be a crazy person, <laughs> even though Maurice is not a crazy person because everything he's saying is actually happening. Yeah. Just nobody believes there's a beast living in the castle in the woods. So, so where is the truth? Where is the lie? Scream the TV show, Beauty and the Beast, Carrie, it's all happening. It's all happening. One of the other things that was very exciting to me about this past episode is, uh, first of all, I love an episode that happens all in one place, a la my favorite episode of Dawson's Creek. When, yeah, I went there. Oh when Pacey and Joey get locked in like a Sears and they have to spend the night. Sears? Mm-hmm. Wow. It's kind of a one-off episode. So just... Just for your knowledge, the people who appear in the most episodes, well, number one is Joey, which is Katie Holmes. She appeared in the most episodes of Dawson's Creek, which is why Dawson's Creek is actually a misnomer, because the show really was all about Joey. Mm. Uh, And then I think Dawson and Pacey are either tied for second, or Pacey is above Dawson. Interesting. Because Dawson is an insufferable character. Fun fact, sidebar. I love episodes where they're all in one place and they're hot, like, you know. It no, makes, it's good. Uh, unless, I remember that Boy Meets World episode where they were stuck in the, it was like the I Know What You Did Last Summer episode. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, save for when things are set in a car or a plane because that makes me claustrophobic. Mm. Season finale of Broad City, hated it. Mm. Anyways, uh, so I loved this past episode because they were stuck in the library, essentially. Um, but Noah... And this is part of his role as narrator of the whole series, which is another reason I don't think that he's involved. Yeah. He references this being the end of Act 1 and the start of Act 2. And I love, like, fourth wall things like that. Yeah. And it really was the opening of Act 2 because Noah discovers the phone, or Noah steals Audrey's phone and, like, sees the evidence that this person unknown 
has been texting Audrey, harassing her about being Piper's accomplice, yeah. and sees that which this whole thing was bizarre, and Max and I couldn't get over this, the meme that the killer had made yeah. of so Audrey. It looks like a Snapchat video. It does. It's very weird. If you yeah. guys haven't seen it, it's it's a pretty, it's worth watching because it's really bizarre. Yeah, if you guys um, haven't seen Scream, like I think that it's one of the most... Not relevant, but, like, it's definitely with it. It's bringing in, like, a lot of aspects of, like, obviously, as a 26-year-old, I am far from being a teenager, but, like, it seems kind of, like, very teeny to me. It's very Degrassi, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. It has that Degrassi vibe, but it makes me feel like... I'd be curious if teens who are actually teens right now actually like it. My sister's 20, so she's not a teen, but she yeah. really loves it. Okay. Hmm. I think they, I mean, I'm sure it's kind uh, of like excuse Teen me. Wolf. Our youth correspondent. Our youth correspondent, <laughs> Emily Devera. We should have her on to talk about Scream. Maybe when yeah. the finale happens. Well, yeah, I mean, um, hopefully she'll come back and talk more Are You the One with us at some point. Yeah, I think that she was excited about that. She's got a lot of feelings. Mostly she hates John. Well, um, who doesn't? Yeah, I would love for her to break down who she thinks is hot or not. The last thing that I want to bring up mm-hmm. is... Uh, at this current moment, who are your uh, challenge recruits from this past season of Are You the One? Um, or this, this current season of Are You the One? The current season. Definitely Aesop yeah. is my number one yeah. draft pick. Um, hopefully Sam, too. I think he is sweet. I don't know if he would last actually more than one season, though. I don't know if he's that much of a personality. He mm. seems fun. Um, who else? Mm-hmm. Any girls? Mm-hmm. I know. I always think about the girls a lot. <laughs> It's totally fair. I think Tori would try to angle for it. Uh, I could see her being good on it. Because um, I feel like she would... I mean, her, her the whole her calling out Camille thing was like, oh, man, she she like wants to be on TV kind of thing. So That's how I feel about know, her. It's like um, it's like an Amanda kind of thing. I don't know. Um, I would say Aesop right now is my definite, like, let's do it. Can't re- I would, I'm not really behind anyone else. Totally fair. What about you? Uh, as I said, Tori. Tori. Aesop. Um, maybe Geo, because he seems like he's trying to be a model, so I feel like that goes hand in hand. Yeah. You want a good, um, I mean, John obviously would probably be a good choice, because he's, like, such a volatile person. Keep, keep these volatile personalities off TV, like, that's how I feel. If you want to tell us how you feel, you can tweet at me, I'm at Daniela Devera. At Keith DiNatale. The pod is at Killing It Pod. We're on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com. Slash killing dash it dash podcast. You listen to us on iTunes. Please rate and review us if you feel like it. Yeah. If you have any questions about how we feel about stuff, if you have feelings about stuff, you should tweet us because we would love to hear from you. We would love to hear from you. Uh, we're willing to talk challenge. Are you the one? Real world. Scream. Obviously. Uh, Big Brother. <gasps> Dawson's Creek. We love it all. Get at us. Yeah, we won't talk too much. We won't. Really, we probably won't talk about Big Brother on the pod, though. <laughs> the season is great so far. Also, we definitely won't be talking about Dawson's Creek ever again. Oh, well, you can talk about it if you want. I'll talk about it to you privately. Thank you. Have a good Fourth of July. Goodbye. <laughs>